The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Authentic Living Show. You know, on several previous shows, we have referred you to meditation as one of the most effective of ways to get in touch with the authentic self. Today, we're going to be discussing some meditation tools used by Google, Harvard University, and other major organizations to reduce stress. We will explore this from the angle of spirituality as well as physicality, mind, and body. Many people say that meditation is too hard and it takes too much time, but our guest today, Michelle Pascal, proves neither of those two objections valid. Michel is a French author, meditation teacher, singer, filmmaker, and photographer. His unique brand of meditation is being practiced by Google and Harvard University and many other major organizations, as we said. Before moving to the United States, Pascal lived in the Copan Monastery in the Himalayas. He has more than 15 years adapting traditional teachings and practices for students around the world. His latest book, Meditation for Daily Stress, 10 Practices for Immediate Well-Being, is the subject of our show today. If you're stressed or you have trouble meditating, this show is for you. So keep it right here. You're not going to want to miss this. Michelle, welcome to the Authentic Living Show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Andrea, for your invitation and congratulations for your show. In this world, we need hope. We need uh, light, we need good energy, so your show, it's a sacred moment, so congratulations for what you do. Thank you, and thank you for participating in this sacred moment with me and with our listeners. Um, So I want to ask you just a few questions. One of the things that that, uh, is commonly thought, and and I uh, have experienced this in my own meditation practice, is that, uh, and not just in meditation, but throughout life, is that our problems can become our spiritual teachers. So can you say a little bit about what you know about that and how that applies to meditation? The thing is, uh, we are educated in America with a wrong perception of the word meditation. When we talk about meditation, immediately we have the cliché to be sit down like a lotus. We know that. And in our world... We can't say to a manager at Google or to a, a prisoner in jail, we can't say, oh, my friend, sit down and take a deep breath. I mean, they don't care. We see it doesn't work. And also, when we work uh, 15 hours per day in, in a job, when the brain is running all time, we can't say to the person, now you must give time for meditation. So we are educated with a wrong perception of meditation because we forget 
the original sense of meditation, the etymology of meditation, it doesn't mean at all to be sit down like a lotus. Hein? It's a cliché. Meditate in Tibetan language or in Sanskrit language, it means to train our mind. We train our mind every day. It's not at all we force to be more calm and to be concentrated. It's, it's not true. It's a cliche from Hollywood. I know I live in Hollywood. <laughs> it's a cliche. And we discover uh, there is a big difference between to talk about spirituality, meditation, and to live in a monastery. So me, it was my life when I live in Copan Monastery, my monastery in Himalayas, when I was with my Rinpoche, hein, in Buddhism, Rinpoche, it's our spiritual director, Shepard Orje Rinpoche, but also when I was with Christianity uh, in convent, also with my friend, the father, Jean-Yves Leloup, when I work also with neuroscience since 15 years, with my friend, Dr. Mario Beauregard. And uh, when I talk with Deepak Chopra last week, uh, I perform with Deepak Chopra in Los Angeles. And uh, we know that meditation means to train our mind. So the, the question is, how can I train my mind without effort? When I am tired, when I work 15 hours per day, when my brain is running all time, when I have money problem, love problem. We can't say to someone, oh, my friend, sit down and be concentrated. I, I teach every day for prisoners, for Amity Foundation. And we know, how can we say that to a prisoner? It, it, it's a cliché. It's a cliché if you have uh, no money problem, if you have no love problem, you can have time to be sit down in a fancy room. So it was also a revelation for me when I discovered that if we meditate outside of the stress, in a landscape, in a quiet room, it's beautiful. But when we go back to our office, when we go back to our daily life, we are stressed again. Uh, in neuroscience, we know that we lose 93% of the benefit of the calm when we go back to our daily life. So for me, it was the reason why we must create a new way of meditation. Meditate inside the stress, not outside, but inside. And this way, to practice inside the stress, it's exactly the original source of the meditation in a monastery. This is exactly the opposite of the cliché. Huh? But we right. meditate, we train our mind in our daily life. At the workplace, when we take the cab, when we take a train, when we are in the traffic, when we have money problems we train our mind in any situation. Right. So when it comes to our problems being our spiritual teachers, then if we've trained our minds, then our problems uh, can be a, become a part of the meditation process. I mean, we can be rich, we can be poor, we can have... Uh, there is no life 
without problems. There is no ocean without waves. What we need, one thing, we need to be more calm. This is the most important. It's not a question to be simple. It's a question of evidence. Because <laughs> if you practice a lot of meditations and in your daily life, the brain is running all time, where is my meditation? Where is my prayer? Where is my mantra? It doesn't work. So meditate in the daily life means we train our mind in our daily situation. I can give an example, huh, very concrete. For example, <clears throat> when we arrive at the workplace, when we switch on our computer, we take this time to be sitting down like a mountain. Uh, I teach many times the practice of the mountain. This is the first practice that I have learned in Ezekiah tradition, also my tradition for meditation. Ezekiah, it's the tradition of meditation from Mount Athos in Orthodox, uh, in all Christianity. So we are sitting down like a mountain, face to our computer. We are more present. We are more grateful. And more we are calm, more the mind is clear. And better we can find any solutions to our problem. Hein? Sainte Thérèse of Lisieux, <laughs> she says, there is no life without peace. So what we need, one thing, to be more calm. Hein? More we are calm, more the mind is clear. More we are calm, more we have energy. More we are calm, more we are active. One day I say at Google, like a joke, <laughs> more we are calm, more we make money. But it's true. Huh? And more we are stressed, more we are in chronic dissatisfaction. More we are stressed, more the mind is gloomy, we are tired. So we can be rich, poor, young, old, everyone. We need just to be more calm immediately, without effort. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with what you said. And when you mentioned the mountain, the, uh, the um, meditation that is in your book is becoming the mountain, I really love that one. It's so simple and so easy to visualize that uh, a person can actually see themselves as a mountain and, and all that's going on around them is... It's just going on around them. They're not attached to it. It's just a, 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 a letting go that's pretty profound. So that's a wonderful meditation. Yes, because simple doesn't mean simplistic. And also, I, I remember one day I was with a friend of mine, uh, a Tibetan uh, Buddhist master. He gives a teaching in America about meditation. So he said to the people, you must be sit down, you must dress like this, like that, you must visualize a point. He explained a lot of things like that. But mm -hmm. at the end, I say to him, I'm so sorry, my friend. Have you spent in your life one hour in a company in America? Have you spent in your life one hour in a university? You will see the reality. Huh? Because in spirituality, most of the time, we talk about the suffering that we never live. Uh, every day I say that to my Rinpoche in my monastery. 
And one day, my Rinpoche said, Michel, go back. Go back to the world in the suffering and try to adapt the acknowledge that we live in the monastery. So it is extremely important to understand that when we work 15 hours per day, when we are in this world so stressful, we need to be more simple. We need to be more calm. And in meditation for daily stress, I have adapted the pure uh, meditation visualization that we practice in monasteries. We are sitting down like a mountain. We can also meditate like a dolphin. The, the dolphin came in my mind when one day I swim in Santa Monica in Los Angeles because I saw a, a beautiful dolphin close to me in the ocean and he jumps and he dives in the ocean. And for me, this dolphin was my highest spiritual teacher because I saw with my eyes how he comes from the world outside, the surface, to the world inside, to the ocean. And in, uh, in theology, for example, we know there is a world outside, and the noises, the stress, the tension. But we have also a world inside. We have a soul. We have a spiritual dimension. Uh, if we are Christian, we say, I have a soul. If we are Buddhist, we say, I have a consciousness. Um, in neuroscience, we say that when we are deeply calm, we change the matter gray and white in the brain. So everyone, we have our language, but to describe that there is something very deep, there is a space inside us. So when we meditate like a dolphin, we visualize a dolphin, we breathe in like a dolphin, we keep our breath and we die inside us. And we can practice this meditation in the traffic. I teach the dolphin to the Uber drivers on the freeway in Los Angeles. We can be in Times Square. I will guide um, a meditation in Times Square in May 14. We can be in the center of the stress place of the world and we can dive inside us. We can be in a Starbucks. We can be in a train station. We can be in the stress, but we can be in peace. We can go back home. We can touch our soul. So that diving within is, is uh, a, where people go to find silence. And I've also worked with people uh, who have said that when they go inside, all they find is more chaos. And there's a way of getting past that chaos. Can you talk about that? Yes. What is the chaos? The chaos is we have too much thought in the mind. Huh? It's like there are too much waves on the ocean. We can't stop the waves. We can't stop the jolts in the brain. But we can go under the wave. We can go in the abyss of our psyche. 
we can go deeper inside us. But after, of course, we need to be uh, supported by someone. So a book like Meditation for the Distress can help. Or me, I, I give uh, many videos and audio uh, guidance on the, my website. And probably I will, we will diffuse in the subway in New York City in a few weeks some audio guidance to help people to be more calm immediately. If we are in the chaos, if we practice meditation, <laughs> our meditation doesn't work. It's a sort of spiritual ego. And the survey, it's very simple in spirituality. If my brain is running all time, my mantra, my mass, my prayer doesn't work. It doesn't work. But if my mind is more stable, if I am able to be less up and down, it proves that I am in a calm, quiet attitude. So in this way of meditation, we know that um, there is oxygen everywhere. There is peace everywhere. So we can be in the chaos. We can be in the chaos around us, inside us. But when we are calm, there is no chaos. Uh, maybe you know, but in, uh, we learned that in a monastery in Old Greek, the word diabolos in Old Greek means in English uh, divided. Uh, we are not present. We are divided. And diabolos gives the word devil. So the, the, the devil in etymology means we are possessed. We are not present to our life. At the opposite, monachos in Old Greek means to be in the unity. Monachos gives the word monk. So you see the, the difference between the devil and a monk, it's the difference between to be possessed by many thoughts, to be divided, and to be in the unity when we are uh, a monk, when we are in a monastic life. And in our world, <laughs> we have no other choice than to be more calm. We must be more calm. It's not possible to be stressed, stressed day after day. It's not possible. Yeah, eventually we'll get sick. Or we'll die, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all right, well, uh, that whole thing about chaos being, you know, we can get below the waves, and I want to spend some more time talking about that after the break. So we're going to take a break right now and uh, come back and talk about that uh, silence, that stillness that we can find under all the chaos. So we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned for more. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. 
Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring your story, Sarah Mare brings the psychology. Bring your problems, Sarah Mare brings the meditation and understanding. Sarah Mare is a psychoanalyst, addiction expert, national fitness competitor, top 40 singer-songwriter, and now she's host of Talk with Sarah Mare, where your life is the inspiration for unique, entertaining conversations about romances, aspirations, even the news, and how psychology and meditation can enrich living. Sarah Mare wants to hear you on Talk with Sarah Mare. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality, live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthews.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back talking today to Michel Pascal about his book, Meditation for Daily Stress, 10 Practices for Immediate Well-Being. And what we, were, uh, what we said we wanted to talk about was that silence, that stillness that we can go to that's under the waves. And uh, so the waves, you know, we need to talk about the waves, too, in order to understand the silence. So fill us in on that, would you, Michel? Yes. Like we explained in uh, your show And like everyone can feel, when we go in a center to practice meditation, relaxation, or when we go in a landscape, it's beautiful, and we need to have time for that if we can. But when we go back to our daily life, everyone can feel we are stressed again in reality, because we live in a world very, very active, productive, and we need to be very Uh, efficient, very active. So for me, the problem is when we go back to our daily life, because we don't live in a a monastery, we don't live in a meditation center, we live in companies in America, we live in universities, and we live at school, we live in our family, so we receive a lot of stress every day. So the key for me It's not to be quiet in a quiet place. It's to be quiet in my daily life. When I drive, when I am in a train, when I am at the workplace, 
For example, when my co-workers are so stressed, how can I recycle, how can I detox the mental toxin that I breathe every day? Because the stress, uh, we know every doctor explained that the stress is the first causality of death. Uh, when we are stressed, we have heart attack. When we have stress, we can have cancer. When we have stress, we have a lot of problems for blood pressure or we have a lot of acidity in the stomach. But when we are calm, we are more healthy and we boost our immune system. So the key is to be calm in our daily stress, to be calm in our daily situation. For example, when a co-worker is so stressed on me, with this way of meditation, instead of to keep the bad emotions, I learn how to detox, how to recycle the bad emotions that I receive every day in my job. And when we practice like that, there is no effort. <laughs> It's efficient immediately. And we feel better. And after, our co-workers feel better. Our team feel better. Our children feel better. All the family feel better. Uh, we can be Republican, we can be Democrat, we can be young, we can be old, we can be rich, we can be poor. The question is everyone. We need to be more calm. More we are calm, more the mind is clear, better we work, and more we are grateful. We really enjoy every minute of our life. Uh, in theology, we say that, uh, like we say, uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, the famous Catholic saint, she says all the time, uh, there is no life without peace. There is no life if we are not calm. It's not possible. More we are stressed, more we are far from God. So it's extremely important to train our mind every day But as we say, <laughs> with no effort, no concentration, just by simple visualization. This is this way of meditation. <clears throat> yeah, the visualization is really, really helpful for stilling the mind. It's just not even stilling the mind, really sort of getting past your thoughts. Uh, to let your thoughts be what they are, but just to get beyond the thoughts and to some other place where... We, I, you use the word silence and the word stillness in your book, and those are words that I really recognize as active participants with me when I meditate. So I, I find a place of stillness and silence within me. And when I can't do that, and there are times when I can't do that, it's because my, I have, I'm still up there in the waves. I'm not down underneath the waves. And your visualization does help. Uh, people to to get be to be able to see themselves as either to dive into themselves to be the mountain to be the ocean to be under the ocean to be all all these visualizations that you've got in your book that really do help people to 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 get down underneath the thinking that where the chaos is where where all the stress is. Yes, because you know uh, we are that we visualize. We are that we say, we are that we think. Huh? We know that in neuroscience, for example, if you say the word gun, 
immediately you create a cognitive process in your brain who stimulate a neurochemical energy that you send to all your body associated to violence. If we say dolphin, immediately if I say to you, oh, Andrea, we can meditate like a dolphin or like a mountain. Immediately in our brain, the cognitive process associate the concept of the dolphin or the mountain to a neurochemical message from the brain to all our body, very calm and very powerful. We, we send a good energy to our body. Many times I say, <laughs> like a joke, if uh, when, we feel, when we are violent, we feel good, or when we are stressed, we feel good, we must be more stressed and more violent. <laughs> But anyone can feel that when we are violent or when we have anger, when we have stress, when we have anxiety, no one can feel good. No one. When we complain, we can't feel good. So we realize that when we are in a positive attitude, when we are in compassion, when we are kind, when we listen the other one, when we are positive, immediately in our brain, we send a good neurochemical energy to all the body. That I say to you, it's not a philosophical opinion, it's a reality in the body. The negative emotions can't bring happiness. It's not possible. And everyone on the earth, we want to be more happy. And there is no one we say, I want to be more unhappy. <laughs> no. Everyone, we need to be more happy. How can we be more happy if we are more calm? How can we be more calm if we train our mind in the daily stress? Not outside of the stress. I repeat again, but inside the stress. If I train my mind at the workplace, in my car, Uh, in my traffic, in my train, in my subway, with my children, with my husband, with my wife, in any daily situation. This is exactly the heart of this um, new way of meditation, meditation for daily stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, when you're in the midst of a situation, you can be right there and also go within and, and, and into this place where Uh, uh, the deeper part of you, that soul that you talked about at the very beginning of the of the show, we can go there and be present with that. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, right. And as as we practice doing that, we get more accomplished at staying in the soul, even when we're interacting with the world. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, because more we are calm more uh, our perception, our senses are more developed. Hein? Many times, uh, and we can totally change our character. I, I give an, a data amazing. You know, me, I teach for prisoners. I teach for Amity Foundation. Amity Foundation in California, Arizona, New Mexico, this is one of the biggest and most serious foundations for prisoners. In California, 80% of parolees, they go back in jail. But 
with Amity Foundation. I teach since three years my way of meditation. 80% of priority, they never go back in jail. They find a job. They rebuild a family. They are married. They are serious. They, they are more positive. It's amazing to see at Amity Foundation when we practice every day in the daily stress how we can change our life. Everyone has the capacity to change his life immediately. It's amazing hope when we discover that after three years at Amity Foundation. And I, I need teachers. I mean, if you are interested to become meditation teacher certified on my way of meditation, you can contact me because uh, I have too much demand. <laughs> I train 15 teachers in America because we have too much demand in universities, in school, in hospitals, in everywhere. I teach also for um, uh, political leaders in New York, for managers in big companies, for children in difficulties. So if you want to be a teacher, you can contact me, and uh, it is possible to, to train someone to become meditation teacher. I say that because one of my students uh, in a jail he becomes meditation teacher. He says, I want to help all the parolees to never go back in jail, to never commit bad act. So it's amazing when you see a parolee wants to become a meditation teacher. It's incredible. It's so mm -hmm. beautiful. Yes. And that's, yeah, that speaks, what you're talking about is the transformative powers of meditation that, that, we changed as a result of making contact with our own souls. Yes. I, I, many times I teach for soldiers from U.S. Army, for example, for veterans. They have a lot of PTSD. So wh what we do when we have an addiction, for example, huh? if you have drug addiction, alcohol, or PTSD, you go to a psychiatric doctor. So the psychiatric doctor, he talks with you. It's wonderful and he name your sickness. He can say you are bipolar, you are schizophrenic, something like that. And most of time, the psychiatric doctor gives pills, antidepressants, for example. But we know <laughs> there is no pills to re-educate our emotions. A pills can help someone to stabilize emotions, but no pills in the world can change our character. So it is the reason why I work with a psychiatric doctor. And instead of to give uh, pills or, or with pills, we give also some visualization to help the person to change the character, to change the mind, to change the brain. Because more we practice uh, every day, more we change our brain. Huh? We change our cognitive process. We know in neuroscience that after 20 days, if we have a practice, after 20 days, just a few minutes per day, we have changed our brain. I, I can give an example. I teach for uh, one of the senators of New York. She is Sue Serino. Sue Serino, she is a Republican senator in New York. And a few weeks ago, she contacted me because she said, I have a huge, huge work every day, and I have problems with my health. 
and we practice every day just a few minutes. And after a few days, I was very impressed by the determination, the happy discipline that she had. And she said, Michel, I really feel more calm every day. So I work better. My health is better. And I really uh, can help better many people around me every day. So uh, we can be a political leader. And again, I say me, I don't talk about politics. I teach for everyone. I teach for every culture, every religion, every race. Of course, I see beyond that. But everyone, we need to just to be more calm to be more present, we need to be more grateful. I am, <laughs> I am with you, Andrea. I am mm-hmm. happy to be in your show. I am like a child with you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. That's a, very, that's a high compliment. I appreciate that, and I'm sure our listeners do as well. Uh, th- what, what we're talking about here is all about uh, the essence of what life is all about, aren't we? Isn't that what we're here to do, uh, to really be present with our experience and, and to, uh, to be involved in our own souls as we live our lives instead of living our lives out of something that is not soul? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I so, think the... Yes, sorry, Andrea. No, I'm sorry? No, no, I listen to you, Andrea. Sorry, tell me. Yeah. You talk in your book about pain, about how to manage pain. And we, we just have uh, um, just a few mi- uh, seconds, really, before the break. Um, but you talk about pain in your book. And, and I know that there's pain management clinics all over America that sometimes teach meditation. And some, they sometimes uh, hand out pills as well. But they sometimes teach meditation as a way of pain management. And so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that when we come back from the break, which we're, mm-hmm. going, to take, uh, which we're going to take right now. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Thank you, Andrea. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Do you just seem to be stuck in the same pattern over and over? 
Sometimes life seems to be about just spinning your wheels. It never has to be that way. Listen for Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with host Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Mosaic art is a lot like pieces of our lives. They just need to be put back together, one piece at a time. You deserve to live a happy life. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden airs live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthews.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back talking again today to Michel Pascal about his book, Meditation for Daily Stress, 10 Practices for Immediate Well-Being. I highly recommend this book to all of the listening audience. It's a small book. It's an easy read. And it has 10 very beautiful visualizations that you can use to uh, really get down under your thoughts and and be able to experience that stillness, that silence that is your peace. So uh, thank you for writing the book, uh, Michelle, and thank you for being here today. I want to know if you will tell the listening audience about how they might connect with you and anything that you've got going on that you'd like to share for just a minute. Oh, I mean, I, I have a, a TV online, michelpascal.tv, and on michelpascal.tv every day I post videos free, huh? of course, all is free, and you can follow a lot of uh, guidance. You can uh, see me with Deepak Chopra. We can see me uh, at Google with prisoners. I, I post a lot of videos because, as we say uh, at the beginning, okay, everyone knows we need to meditate. We need to be more calm. Everyone, we know that. But the question is how to meditate. And if we have meditation or any relaxation outside of the stress. It's good, of course, but when we go back to our daily life, we are stressed again. So we know it doesn't work. It's not enough efficient. It is the reason why I say again in the book, in all the videos, in my conference, um, in my concert as singer, I explain that we need (laughs) to train our mind in our daily stress, in the real situation. When I teach for um, manager at Google, I teach at the workplace. And when I teach for um, students, I teach in Harvard University, for example. I teach in a class. We don't practice meditation in a quiet room. We practice inside the stress. When I teach for Uber drivers, I teach in the car at the rush hour. When I teach for people in the train, in the subway of New York, I teach in the subway. So it is extremely important. Of course, everyone we know, we need to be calm. But we need to be calm 
to learn to train our mind in the daily situation and without effort. Uh, we are too much tired to, to ask more concentration. So on michelpascal.tv, you can follow many classes like that. There is also the book, Meditation for Daily Stress, 10 Practices to Feel Better Immediately Without Effort. Maybe we can finish your show by a little meditation if you want together, Andrea. We could do that. Absolutely. That would be great to do that. I think that would be fun. We have about... In a few seconds, because when I teach, I teach one minute meditation. How in one minute we can be more calm. So it's simple for all the people who listen to you, for you and your sound engineer. I snap three times with my fingers and just we close our eyes. And just we are sitting down like a mountain. We don't move, we do nothing, just we are sitting down like a mountain. If we have some thoughts in our mind, we do nothing. Thoughts are like clouds in the sky, they move. But when we are sitting down like a mountain, we can breathe like a mountain. We can breathe the stability of the mountain. And in our world, we need stability. So we visualize a mountain We see the stability of the mountain and we breathe mentally the stability of the mountain. We breathe in the stability. We keep stability, we keep our breath and we diffuse the stability of the mountain in all our body. And immediately, we are in eternity, like a mountain. We are more calm, more grounded. When we meditate like a mountain, we become a mountain. And we open our eyes and we see around us the light seems more real. The colors seem more real. We can touch our fingers. The sensation is more real. How do you feel, Andrea? Very relaxed. (laughs) More we are calm like that at the workplace, in your show, 
And for all the people who listen your show, face to our computer or in our kitchen, in the restroom, in a car, everywhere, we can be sitting down like a mountain. We can be more calm in our daily stress situation. Yes. Yes, that's a powerful meditation. I think that, uh, and and what you're saying is that this is what gets us focused on what's really real in our daily life. What's really real is our soul and our connection to other people and other life events through the soul. And uh, all, all the monkey chatter in our heads is not necessarily what's real. Exactly. Yep. We yep. know, we say in theology that n- nothing is more real than God. <laughs> I yes. mean, nothing is more real than to be more connected to our soul. Uh, because all is appearance, all is uh, temporarily. But uh, when we are deeply connected to the peace, to the interior peace, we are more, we are more connected to the life. Uh, f- for me, the, the goal of the life is to be more alive. Uh, it's to be more grateful. It's to be more present. Where is my prayer? Where is my mantra? Where is my meditation if I complain? Uh, where, is, where is my spirituality if I am in chronic dissatisfaction? If my brain is running all time? So, yes, more we are connected to our soul. More we are calm, more we have the capacity to be more happy in any situations. And when we have the waves on the ocean, when we have difficulties, more we are calm, better we feel to find any solutions to our problems. Yeah, there's really some kind of transition, and I'm not even sure that I can put this into words. Uh, you probably could do this better than I can, but no, no, there's, no, really no. Some, <laughs> there's really some kind of transition that takes place in how you perceive life once you've once you've made connection to your soul. You're you're not looking through the lenses of that worry anymore. You're looking through the lenses of your soul, and you just have this knowing that everything's going to be all right. Yes, because more we are stressed, more the brain is running all the time, more we feel insecure. We, we, we can't feel insecure uh, if we are stressed. It's not possible. So more we are calm, deeply calm, like a mountain, <laughs> more we feel grounded, more we have no fears, more the mind is so clear, for example, to take a decision in our life to have an intuition, to, to work better, or simply to be more present to our wife, to our husband, to our children. And when we are calm, we can say to our wife, I am so happy to see you today. How was your day? Tell me. And immediately our wife feels better, because more we are calm, better we listen. And if she has some fears or some stress, we can recycle the stress with her. We, we practice like a wave. I teach that many times. So we, we don't keep bad emotions, 
but we learn how to take out the bad emotion, the mental toxin. Uh, we, we take care, we clean our bodies, <laughs> but we never clean our mind. And in the mind, we receive a lot of, a lot of toxin every day. And we, don't, we can't live in a, in a center for meditation. We can't live in a monastery. We live in cities. We live in this world with a lot of mental toxin. So we need to learn how to recycle, how to transform the dark in light. How instead of to complain, today I can change and I can have hope. Uh, every emotion, it's an addiction. Every emotion, it's a neurochemical addiction. And we know in neuroscience that more you complain, year after year, more you complain. With no reason. It's an addiction. But more we are in calm, more we are happy. And more we are happy, more in any situation of the life, we, of the life, we feel happiness. And I, I give the example with our wife, but if we have a child, When we take our child in our arms, the child feels really the, the quality of the presence of our love. So there is no other choice in this life than to be more calm in the daily stress. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you talk in the book also about pain. We have just a little bit more time. I want to talk about that for a minute. How, was, how does meditation help with pain? We, it, it, I love your question. To reply in one minute, we don't talk about the causality of the pain. Uh, when someone has a drug addiction, PTSD, or traumatism, we don't talk about the causality. Because when we talk about the suffering, we stimulate in the brain the cognitive process associated to the bad emotion. So what we do? We work on the mechanism. When we have a pain, you know, uh, the emotion starts and resolves like a wave. So we learn to identify when start the bad emotion of the pain. And we learn to practice like a wave. We breathe in the bad emotion. We keep the bad emotion and we take out mentally. We visualize how we take out the dark energy of the bad emotions. I teach that for people who have cancer, and we know uh, we can reduce tumor by visualization. It's not a philosophic opinion. It's a reality in neuroscience since 20 years. We can do that. We have the capacity to do that. So what can I do with my pen? an occasion to complain, an occasion to talk about the causality of my family, my friend, my boss, my pen, or can I use my pen to be more calm? Can, can my pen become my meditation teacher? So we don't work on the causality, we work on the mechanism of the suffering. When start the bad emotion, immediately we identify the moment, we catch the bad emotion, and we take out the bad emotion. It is exactly what I teach for prisoners at Amity Foundation, and I see the data is extremely positive. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being here today. You have taught us so much about how we can manage to live our lives in touch with soul. And I really appreciate you being here. And I I hope to have you back again sometime. Thank you so much, Andrea, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so so much. You're so welcome. And I hope to uh, uh, see you guys again next week. And remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week.